right, welcome back, guys. This is episode four of Behind the Scenes of a Physique Competitor podcast. I'm here with my co-host Corey, and I'm Ali. Look, let's let's get right in. It's been a few weeks since we've had a catch up. I mean, well, four weeks now. How's things traveling, Corey? What's new? Oh, yeah. Hey, well, nothing's drastically changed. And there's been a few calorie drops over the last four weeks. I had a little bit of a spike in my weight gaining and slowly going back down now we've changed the the, my split up i think it's back i think back then four weeks ago i was doing push pull legs and then now i'm just going back to body body parts uh five times a week two times uh rest days and yeah then i'm back to doing cardio half an hour every morning for the last two weeks and yeah it's been going good Sweet man, and you said you've done a few calorie drops. How how much are we talking here? Uh probably about three hundred. Yeah, nothing yep. drastic yet, but um, yeah. Ever since uh, ever since we uh, started putting the treadmill in, we've we've uh, definitely dropped some weight. I think we dropped last week. We dropped nearly two kilos just in the one week, and we didn't even budge the calories. It's just the pure cardio in the mornings. Shit, yeah. The three hundred calories that you've dropped so far is that on every day of the week or just training days or how does that work? Just training days. Yeah. And then the, so I had a Gatorade on my training days and in the mornings I've just dropped me peanut butter with my breakfast and nuts at night. What are you having for break here with peanut butter? Kangaroo burger patties and mince and avocado. Okay. So basically like satay kangaroo patties. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And what peanut butter do you use? Dark roast, mate. Yeah. Hey, my God. Dark roast. <laughs> oh, dark roast all the way, bro. <laughs> Look, I, I always yeah. compare dark roast is like the pinnacle of peanut butter. And then everything yeah. else is for peasant. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You haven't, <laughs> yeah, you haven't tasted real peanut butter until you taste dark roast. Man. Yeah, seriously. So if anyone's out there and you're looking for peanut butter... Go the Mavers dark roast peanut butter. Make sure it is the one that doesn't have the salt removed because there is one that they have, they didn't add salt. Like that one tastes like shit, but the the one that they've added a little bit of salt to it, oh, you are going to be in heaven. Wow. What a peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of your your training, you, you're doing five body part days. Now. Are, you, are you still pushing for strength? Like how's that? Yeah, still trying to push the strength. Yeah, yeah just try to keep... Every week, just try to beat the week before. Try not to, because like calories are still high as, so there's no real, well, there's no real point at all to try lose lose strength, because then therefore you're going to lose muscle during your shred. But the calories are still very high. I've got a lot of carbs going in around my, when I train in the afternoon, so there's real no reason I can't beat the person I was last week. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. I think you, you probably, I don't know how you went the first time you cut down, but I remember when I first cut down for my first show and for some reason I had this idea in my head that I was supposed to stay the same strength or get weaker. And so this whole time I was like, my weight that I was lifting was slowly reducing rather than focusing on slowly getting bigger for progressive over. And I actually found that I think I've definitely lost a lot of muscle in that first prep, especially, you know, I can't remember how heavy I started on my first prep. Yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you what I started from, but I got skinny. I turned yeah, into yeah. prey mantis, full prey mantis. Yeah. <laughs> you should have like signed me does. up to be on Kung Fu Panda. I was that mantis guy. <laughs> you were taking the role play. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think I was I was very similar. Yeah, I, I when, when I started to shred, I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, you know, I'm eating less. 
I won't be able to lift as much. And I remember Keegan saying, like, there's no real reason why you can't try progressive overload because, like, it's just all in your head. And I remember three or four weeks out, I got my PB and death. It wasn't like a one one PR or anything like that. It was it was still for the eight to nine reps, but I did beat my overall. I think that was, yeah, three weeks out of show. Do you remember? I think it was like 175 for this and unconventional. How would you compare? I reckon I could nearly push 190 for it, maybe. Because I haven't done conventional deadlifts in a long time. Yeah, me I've either. been doing Romanians, but I reckon, yeah, if I started doing proper deads again, I reckon I'd be up around that. that what mark. do you prefer, the conventional or the Romanian? Romanian, I think. Just yeah, I don't know why I like them, but I just because you're just trying yeah. to pop that ghetto booty out, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. women like an ass to squeeze too, eh? <laughs> I've never <laughs> anyone with glutes as big as yours is like naturally big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kimmy K, man. Uh, <laughs> Corey <BMW>. K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, how's your body changed over the course of the past four weeks? Like. We're talking, you said that you've had a bit of a weight drop, decomposition. So measure up every, as you do too. Uh, my chest, chest back area has come up. I think it was a, a centimeter over those four weeks. And my midsection has all come in about the two, two centimeters. And my legs are five mil bigger than what they were four weeks ago. So I've sort of just grown a little bit out on the top and squeezing the waist in. And then same deal, like a little bit outer on the, on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. My legs are going a little bit bigger too. Yeah. But they, but um, my, my um, cuts in my legs and that are definitely getting a little, little bit there. So that's what we like to see. Yeah. We're on a good ride. How's the past four weeks for you been? It's been flat out, man. Like I finished the semester of uni pretty sure i ticked everything off got those distinctions i also moved house so i moved out um i'm living in a share house now filled with my closest friend it is it is a wild time there's five people in a three-bedroom house at the moment so pretty busy and other than that just um training clients man so Same. i mean yeah there really hasn't been much much new going on in life other than that yeah nice how, how do you find living from home to living with your best mates as in food wise is there any more temptation living at the new place or anything i probably thought that there would have been but just due to the fact that like i'm saving money as much as possible because i do have sort of plans on buying a house towards the end of the year or even moving away further towards the end of the year i haven't even really thought about it and the temptation i'm so, i'm someone if i'm going to do something i'm going to i'm going to do it fucking well so i'm going to yeah. go out and i'm going to go to town um, yeah, so I just got to steer clear of that, and I have done well so far. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, and like you've only got it's only like another what? What is it? Seventeen weeks away? Yeah, seventeen weeks. Like the show's seventeen weeks away now, so we've really got no time to you know no time to pussyfoot around. We've really got to get stuck right in and just follow the plan. Really? Yeah, that's it. Last time we were talking, you had a hip. In. How have yeah. you been going with that? All right. So my hips starting to freak. There was a point in time when I just moved into this house and I was building a lot of flat packs. I didn't have an electric drill, man. So I was on the, um, I was on the screwdriver screwing all these <laughs> screws in. I think I would have screwed over 300 screws. No joke. I had to do a, a bedside table and I had to do a bed frame as well. It took me like two full days to get it done, but it is done. That was the best feeling because no one else is going to know how, how much time and energy I put into that bed frame 
and that bedside table other than me. Uh, so every time I see it, I get a little bit of a, a smile on the inside. I'm like, yeah, you work for that, you know? Yeah. Um, but spending all that time in the hunched over position actually did cause a bit of irritation for the hip. So it was a little bit sensitive towards the start of this last, it has freed up again. So I've been given some exercises and some stretches to do from my, and uh, I've just been putting that into practice, making sure I've been training my legs still. Um, I've actually been hitting some, some pretty solid PBs on some of the leg movements that I've been doing. They're nothing like no, no crazy movements like deadlifts and, and squats and stuff like that at the moment, just because I can't risk putting my back in like my lumbar back in, in flex because that, like at the moment they said like I've got some disc irritation going on. And if I was to do lumbar flexion, uh, that's going to make things worse. So yeah, at the moment injuries, it's, it's getting better. Like it's definitely a lot more freed up to what it, I'm actually able to get out of bed and not limp around like a 70 year old for the first 20 minutes of my day. Um, and then same deal, like transitioning from seating to standing and standing to sitting is not as hard as what it was. By the end of the day, I hardly even realize it's a thing. And then I'll go to sleep, wake up the next day and it's sort of back. Uh, just not as bad as the, the day before. So yeah, we're, we're, we're healing. Yeah. How's your body reacted over the last four weeks as you started your show? It's been really good. As weird as it sounds like, you, you know, I just sort of put the head right in, right into the, into the cut, into the shred. And in saying that, like my calories have stayed the same. So I'm still on 3,260 on training days. And I couldn't tell you when I'm on, on rest days, but it's quite a bit less. But just doing that and really sort of, been thrown in two saunas a week as well and that that has actually dropped my body weight down by i can't remember what we were when i when i recorded the first podcast but i'm at 103 kilos now so i think that's probably around four kilos like what it was the first episode we recorded and i'm definitely just as wide through the shoulders and my legs are still holding their size and my waist's been coming in so you know i think i'm sitting in a similar boat to you there bro like we're yeah. Your waist coming in, but everything else is growing. So, you know, it's happy days and full steam ahead. Yeah, nice. Let's move along. Now, there is an upcoming WBFF show. Now, if you listen to our previous episodes, you'd know that Siobhan, one of our guests, she is doing um, her debut on the WBFF stage in Sydney in, I'm pretty sure it's three weeks now. And yeah, three weeks, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. So yeah. there has been a recent spike in COVID cases in Sydney and it has created a little bit of fear regarding the show and whether it's likely or not to go ahead. But at the moment, it's it's full steam ahead. Ari has come out. So Ari is the like the main guy that runs the WBFF in Australia. And he's come out and said that there's nothing really to worry about. Like it's still going ahead. Um, and you know, everyone should just keep prepping. What would you do in this situation, Corey? Like if you were sort of, you know, what, three weeks out from a show and you know, they start throwing around lockdown. I just keep doing what I'm doing. Like I know they, you can't go to gyms and stuff. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a, a home gym. It's, uh, worked up to be a anytime fitness or anything like that, or a world's gym, but you know, I'll get by. I did last COVID in it uh, while all the gyms are shut for three. So if you, you are, I just, I just try to not, if you can't go to a gym, I'd go and I didn't have any equipment, like say worst case scenario, had no gym, couldn't go to a gym and it's, are they not going to lift the restrictions in the Sydney area or anything like that till the 9th of July? I'm pretty sure, but don't quote me on that. I'd just probably go and use the, 
the community one, you know, how you've got the, you go to a park and there's park gyms there. There's a bit of bar action and resistance sort of thing. You'd I get guess. into it, would um, you? Yeah, I'd, I'd be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here I'd first. Corey Gavin is that guy. Yeah. He's the guy in the park, you know, pumping out reps, baby, reps. <laughs> Yelling at the top of my lungs in a bloody black hoodie, I'd be, yeah, I'd be doing that. <laughs> It'd be a sight to see, but I'd just try and I'd, I'd work out my coach what, what if you had a good enough coach, they would have an alternative solution of what you'd do. I'd be going marketplace and I would be buying up a treadmill or push bike. I don't know what I'd be doing, but I definitely would try to, yeah, yeah. Um, I would take the force, yeah. <laughs> I would, um, yeah, I would, I would definitely just be keeping my calm. And, you know, Ari said that it's still full steam ahead. So, like, there's no reason to have a hiccup right now, three weeks out. And then, you know, the show's still going ahead and everyone's back to gym on the 9th of July and you're in peak week. And next minute you've had 12 Krispy Kreme donuts at 7-Eleven and you've put on an excess of two kilos or something over the last two weeks of in quarantine and hasn't trained, you look sloppy. Like you just, you now you're four weeks behind what people are that weren't stressing over the situation. But yeah, what would you um do over the, if that was, if you were in the situation at the moment? Well, first up, I just want to clarify, are Krispy Kreme's your favorite donuts? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> original glaze <laughs> ah they're pretty good um all right my my plan of attack in this situation is just like you said you're gonna have to have a, have a big chat with your coach and see what they recommend but i learned last year when our show got canceled i know we got a little bit more notice than you know three weeks out that that our show wasn't going to be able to run ahead i fully decided and committed that i was going to get really really lean do a photo shoot and that way I was still getting something, the shred phase and it was, you know, for nothing. So yeah, that's, that's why I say, keep your head on because at the moment the show is still going ahead. And like you said, like you don't want to have a little slip up now and then the show still runs ahead and you're out of condition. And you know, what if, what if you were in top five contendership and one slight decision to go out and have your 12 Krispy Kremes, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Corey hasn't had crispy grits, um, you know, and and then and then ruin your chances like that. It, it's 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 pretty um pretty easy to to lose things that quick. Now after after that, because we are starting to get not like we're still in the early phases of prep. Like this is this is not, nothing uh, nothing painful yet, right? But just getting people ready for what's to come ahead. Corey, what's your favorite recovery technique as you get deep into a prep? Definitely try to keep my massages. Every two to three weeks, I try to get a massage to sort of free the body up a bit. And I normally try to roll myself like once a day in the morning or something like that and do a bit of a stretch and that. Other than that, yeah, just pretty much massage. There's only like one sauna in town. So it's sort of hard to like have access to that sort of stuff. But yeah, we've got heaps of masseuse. Yeah, that's pretty much mine. I don't know there's a, um, a sauna there. Whereabouts is a sauna? Blair Athol. Oh, yeah. you got a recovery center. Hey. Yeah. The only thing is, I think it's, I don't know if it's only weekends. So I'll have to, I think this time I'll really want to try to sauna up. But uh, actually, another thing I've been starting to do is swim in my dad's, like just sit in my dad's pool at nighttime because it'd be like zero degrees at, crazy. Uh, in the pool. Yeah. So you go real numb. But Some big I dick think, energy, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been liking, especially after like definitely leg day. I've every every leg day I'll go down, go to dad's and sit in the pool for five to ten minutes as long as I can stand and hop out and go straight into a hot shower. And yeah, I've been fine and my recovery, my legs has been a lot better. For those of you that don't know, Corey lives in Inverell and Inverell is freezing of a night time yeah. in winter. So Understand that when he says he's hopping in a pool at zero degree of a nighttime after a leg day, that's legit, man. That ice, yeah. that, that water would be icy cold. Sheesh. Yeah, definitely. Man, what about yourself, man? I personally like float tanks. I'm a huge fan of a cheeky little float, you know? So yeah. a float tank, they heat the water up so it's the same temperature as your core body temperature. So you really don't even know that you're in the water. That's sort of what it feels like. They um, put a lot of magnesium in the water as well. I'm sure there's a few other things in there, but essentially like it's very dark. Your, uh, like your senses are all deprived, like it's sensory deprivation. So you can't hear anything. You can't see anything. You can't really feel anything either because the water is the same temperature as you. And it literally feels like you're floating through space. So it's a pretty good time and, you know, you get an hour in there usually and the hour in there, this is what the, the float life lady told me. So I'm, I'm just uh, spitting out facts that I've been given. So let's hope she's right. Uh, <laughs> but she was saying that an hour in the float tank is the same as eight hours of sleep at night. And, you know, I reckon she'd be pretty close because every time I've gone up and had a float tank after I've been really tired and really fatigued and flushed out, I'd get out of the float tank. I'd be a little bit groggy to start with because, you know, you've just had like a daytime nap, but then after you have a sleep that night and you get the full effects of it, the next day you wake up, you're feeling red, hot and dangerous, baby. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely going to, drop in in the flow nice what what's uh so how deep is it and stuff like is it you know um, do you just fall asleep or yeah yeah so the, the tank would probably be only up to uh you can't really stand in there because it's a pod shaped thing look yeah. it probably only come up to maybe your if you put your hands in straight down to the bottom it only come up to halfway up your forearm or something like that like the water is yeah. extremely buoyant and when i went there because it was the first like the first time i went there they give you a little ring or a, like a, a neck sort of pillow to put your head on because if you're not quite ready to, to float by yourself and your head starts sinking, you'll freak out and it removes from like, it takes away from the experience. So yeah, what, what they'll do is they'll give you a little pillow and you sort of lay on your back and you float away and man, it's magical. Yeah. yeah you I'm can't compare try that. Eh? Yeah. Seriously. When you come up, we'll have a float tank. Yeah. Like another thing in terms of prep, that a lot of people over is your supplement routine. So for the most part, I'm someone that says that your supplements make up, you know, they're the one percenters of, of your protocol. So if you're not focusing on your food, your training and your sleep and your stress management, then the supplements really aren't doing a whole lot. But when you're in prep, you know, your, your food and your training are a hundred percent because, you know, everything is to the T you want to make sure everything is spot on. So that's when these little one percenters are going to actually add a little bit of a difference. What is your favorite supplement for prep? My, yeah. Your, your sleep 
sleep formula. I use um, Night Ops, but I have used yours, which is better. So I might have to get some of that. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to 100% agree with you on that one. Um, I've tried yeah. a few different sleep formulas over, over my run. And I definitely know some work a lot better than others for me. And the ones that do work really well for me, oftentimes might not work the best for other people. So it's sort of, it's all about really trying what's going to work for you. But some of the really good ones that I've used over the, over the, over the time would be um, Delta Zone by BPM Labs. Has it like, honestly, not the best flavor, but the sleep you get on it is next level. And the one that I'm on at the moment is Dream. And it's, um, it's by Axe Laboratories. I'm not too sure. I might have to check that one out. But it's pretty good as well. Um, I, I definitely noticed that I don't sleep as sound on it as what I would the BPM Labs. But compared to all of the other ones I try, they're the standard. Do you uh, mix anything with that at night time or you just that's it? Um, yeah, so I usually chuck in some ZMAG. And I was throwing in some GABA for a while there. That was like, that was knocking me on my ass. Honestly, I would fall asleep in two seconds. My head hits the pillow. I'm gone. Do not have a conversation with me because you're not getting anything out of me. Yeah. Um, yeah nice. I'm pretty sure that's, that's just about it. Speaking of nighttime, we're going we're gonna to add some morning to this as well. Um, what's your morning routine? And then what's your nighttime routine? Do you have any, Corey? Yeah, so morning routine is definitely wake up. First thing, have a shower, come back. Like obviously get dressed for work. I get dressed in my work clothes, but I put joggers on because I go for a walk in the mornings. But uh, I just don't walk outside because I'm still afraid of the dark. But <laughs> I go <laughs> and then I like get all my smoker, lunch, get it all. And then I hook off to the gym, go straight to the gym, walk for me half hour. And then I go to work, heat my food up, and then oh, sorry, before that, I heat my food up at the at a servo, and I go through Macca's to get a peppermint tea, no milk, no sugars. Oh, I'm stuck on McDonald's pep. They're probably shit, but I don't care, man. They taste good. <laughs> they are good, eh? <laughs> so they had a little slip up this morning, man. They put I said Ooh. no milk no sugars and they put milk in it and like i opened her up because i take the tea bag out because i don't like choking on the cord and it's <laughs> white and i'm like you're kidding me like one job you had one job today and you just ruined it on me <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. and my night time yeah it's definitely i i try i haven't done probably the last i finally just done it back to probably a week ago again but i normally put a put an old salt lamp on and i I stretch and like roll with a, like a rolling pin, like a foam roller and just like roll me back, roll me legs, roll me arms, all that sort of stuff and stretch out before I go to bed. Nice. And yeah. that foam roll, where is the most painful part on your body to roll? Yeah, your legs, quads. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Right down the side there is pretty good too, the ITB. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard you shouldn't um, roll that because it's a tenon or something or a ligament there. Uh, no, I'm sure you can still get away with it, yeah. I don't know. I've seen it on something <laughs> and they're just like, there's one spot you shouldn't roll and it was there. And I'm like, that's weird because, you know, that's where your bloody quad goes. Oh, we, can, we can look it up and, and, and confirm it in the next podcast. Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> I still roll it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bad bitch energy, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what would um, your morning and night be, man? Um, mornings for me, bro. Like, I get up, I get a diary out, and I write down uh, my eight goals, long-term yeah. goals, just so I always am reminded of the direction that I'm pushing my life towards. You know, you get to control your reality. And then I'll write down three things that I'm grateful for just so that I can sort of set myself up to be in a very positive headspace before I leave my room. And then from there, I'm going to jump outside. I'm going to go for a walk. Uh, I'm lucky enough that there's streetlights out in, in East Lismore. So when I'm strolling, I have no issues with the dark. However, I, I do find that people cross to the other side of the road when they walk around me. So maybe like I'm not the, the one that people are going to mug, but I'm the one that people think are going to mug them. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty tall, dude, but I don't think I'm big like man. that scary. Yeah, shit, man. Like I just, I just want to be loved. <laughs> I just want to cuddle, man. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my morning routine, and then from there I'll come back in, get my um food packed, and and head to work. And then over nighttime, man, it's life's been so hectic right now, just trying to fit work and everything in so i've been spending a lot of time when i get home cooking eating and then um you know jumping on the computer and doing final programs or something like that for clients or editing podcasts and you know i end up sort of staying up a lot later than what i'd like to have uh, especially seeing as i get up so early but you know that's just something that i'm gonna have to deal with and, and learn to manage time a little bit better but yeah we're, we're making sure we might sort of wrap things up there Corey. what do you reckon yep in that case thanks everyone for tuning in it's been an unreal time sort of catching back up. This is episode number four, and we look forward to seeing you guys again in the future. As always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Bye.